What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Mondo Show. Stay tuned because on today's program, I'm going to be talking to my special guest. He's going to be joining me via Zoom all the way from Burlington, Texas. Pastor Troy Brewer is going to be joining me. He's going to give us an update on the recent trip to Mexico, rescuing kids, rescuing the people that, you know what, most people don't even think about on a daily basis. But I know that my friend Troy Brewer, he thinks about them, he prays for them. But more than that, he gets his hands dirty, meaning he goes into the places that most of us don't even think about throughout the day. Yet his ministry, his life has been dedicated to rescuing kids out of the jungles of the Amazon, out of Mexico City. And today we're going to be talking about what happened in Cancun, Mexico. And he's going to give us an update on, uh, on his recent trip. So stay tuned because you don't want to miss today's program because we're going to give you an opportunity to get involved. It's time for you to get involved. It's time for you to do something about it. Maybe you can't have the ability to travel and be with Troy and his team in one of those cities, but I can tell you that your money can talk. Come on, baby. Your money can make a difference. We're not begging for your money. We're asking you to get involved and do something with your money because, listen, money can come and go, but lives that we can transform with the money that we can use with your help can change their life, can change their trajectory of their circumstance at that very moment. So we're going to talk about that in just a second. But I want to thank all of you that already, I cannot believe it. I'm getting calls. I'm getting emails. I'm getting messages. I'm getting responses that you have pre-ordered my book it is going to be released March 5th, 2024. I want to thank Charisma uh, Publishing for getting ready to publish my book, My Crazy Life, The Moments That Brought a Gangster to Grace. Thank you for your support. Thank you for ordering that book right now because I'm telling you, it's already making an impact and I, it's not even out yet. But yet, God has a plan. God has a purpose. And I want to tell you something. I don't know what your journey is. I don't know what you're going through, but hold on because God has a plan and a purpose for your life. Get right with God. Surrender your heart to God. Surrender your thoughts and your mind. Repent is what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> Most people don't want to talk about repentance or surrendering your life to God, and, and, but I want to tell you something. That's what changed my life. The surrendering of my sins, surrendering of my habits, surrendering to the cross and understanding that without God, my life had no purpose and plan. And I can tell you that I know for a fact that I'm a living testimony. I'm a living miracle of what God can do in your life when you surrender all. Oh, man, you don't want to like you don't like that word all. But when you surrender all, all about your thoughts, all about your mind, all about your desires, all of your uh, transgressions, all, because when you surrender all, I'm telling you that God will begin to do a new work in your life. And I love the fact that God has done an amazing work on my special guest, on his life, his ministry, what he's doing. 
But I want to tell you something. He is the senior pastor of Open Door Church in Burlington, Texas. He's a global missionary known for his passion to serve people. I love the way he teaches the book of Revelation. I love where he's going with the daily doses of un helping us understand where we are according to this book right here. But I want you to help me welcome my friend, teacher, missionary, pastor, reverend, bishop. I don't know what you call him nowadays, but I know he's a man after God's heart. My friend, Troy Brewer, welcome back, sir. God bless you, brother Mondo. It's so good to be back on the orange couch, man. I wish I was there in person. All right. Thank you so much, man, for the miracle of technology and for inviting me back onto your show today. Thank you, brother. Listen, anytime I get a call or a text saying that you need to be on, I want to have you on because God is using you all over the world. You are one of the people that I respect in every area of life because I love you, not only as a friend, but what you're doing to rescuing these kids. Man, you just got back from Cancun. I don't want to talk a lot. I, I want you to do all the talking. What happened in your recent visit to Cancun, Mexico? What did, what did you see? What did God do in Cancun, Mexico? Well, I, I'm just going to... I'm just going to get right to the point and tell you that we were able to rescue two little girls. We were able to rescue a 14 year old. We were able to rescue a 16 year old. We were also, we were also able to use that rescue as a way to expose the corruption that is there also to, to, you know, up, up until this last weekend, the, in that Providence that Cancun is in, they have never admitted that trafficking actually even happens. And the Lord blew the lid off this last weekend in a tremendous way. And so I want to tell you, not only, brother, did we rescue two little girls, we got five cartel guys arrested. There was a guy that was exposed in the government for actually running a ring that was there. We opened up another redemption center, a brand new uh, rescue center. And we were on the news saying that Jesus is alive and he's after rescuing these kids and you'd better pass this test and you'd better be on the right side of this thing. It was absolutely incredible. Pastor Troy, I, it's amazing to me to understand and to hear you. I'm trying to comprehend what do you mean they did not know this was happening in Cancun, Mexico? Well, they know, but you need to understand they're just like Hollywood and just like the leftists. They say, oh, trafficking doesn't exist. They, they say that. And it's a lot like if I can tell if you're a part of trafficking or not, because if you tell me that it doesn't exist, that means that you're, you're, you're in some way involved in it. And the nations of our world say that it doesn't exist. You know, Hollywood says it doesn't exist. Rolling Stone magazine says that it's all a big fairy tale. No, it is not. There's more slaves alive right now than has ever been enslaved in the history of all of humanity. And it's up to the body of Jesus to answer this because the governments of this world are not answering it. So uh, recently, I spoke in Washington, D.C. at the International Summit Against Human Trafficking. I spoke to Congress, and there was actually all of these American um, uh, government officials and Mexican government officials that said, we've got great news to report. We have eliminated all trafficking within our area. 
I know it's a lie because we actually have rescue centers there <laughs> and we rescue kids there. Like, well, you can ask the kids that we rescued last week if trafficking is still going on there. So we have been answering that and we've been answering that darkness with the goodness of God, not only with the truth, which the truth is a breath of fresh air, a breath of fresh air today, but also too with the full demonstration of we're rescuing kids and then we are raising these kids. So Last week, brother, we actually were able to rescue two kids. And again, a 14-year-old girl, a 16-year-old girl, both of them were abducted as little children. They have been in this system of pornography and sexual trafficking for years and years. Um, it made international attention. I mean, it was like front page national news last uh, last week, which is very rare because the press tends to be involved in this as well. Uh, all these cartel, all these cartel people, they have people in the government, and they also have people uh, within the press, and so they they cancel these things, they squash these things. A good example of that is when I was in Washington D.C. I mean, we spoke all day long there, and, we, and it was a two-day event. I didn't see it in one single newspaper headline, not one. And we had, I mean, testimony after testimony after testimony, there was no news on it whatsoever. It's just like, put the lid on it. We're not going to put the word out. Well, I've got good news. Jesus is getting the word, is getting the word out. And um, when we rescued these two little girls this last week, again, it exposed government corruption. It also exposed the fact that in the entire nation of Mexico, the entire nation, though there are hundreds of thousands, if not millions of children being trafficked, there are only 13 facilities that house these kids, and we own four of them. And uh, we opened up another one while we were there in compliance with the nation, which is very tough to do. Um, you literally have to hire lawyers and psychiatrists, and excuse me, my earpiece give me problems, and uh, doctors and all kinds of stuff. It's very expensive, and the government does not fund it. The government merely polices the people that are taking care of the kids, uh, but they do, but they provide no funding whatsoever. And so that was actually exposed as well. And we, I, had a, I got a whole bunch of microphones in my face. I spoke at another international summit against human trafficking, and then we rescued these kids, and then we got a rescue center off the ground. We actually had to move those two little girls uh, 400 miles away because a cartel wants, you know, they wants them silenced. And uh, we got them into a safe place, uh, into a place that has another 16 girls. And then it came out, Brother Mondo, that within the police stations there, there are at least 10 girls in Cancun that the government has agreed to release to us that they are housed in the jails because they don't have facilities to put them in, meaning they rescued them out of trafficking, but they're literally sitting in a jail cell right now because their lives are in danger and they don't know how else to protect them. So that also exposed that, uh, tremendous, tra uh, that, that tremendous travesty as well. It makes me think about a couple of things, and, and I can't believe that you have the ability to get in there, Pastor Troy. Number one, let me ask you this. What propelled you to get involved? Why did you want to get involved? You have a team of people that can go ahead of you, and they can do the job. You can stay here in America, you know, stay in your ranch and preach the gospel, and, and yet you are in the forefront of everything that your ministry is doing why do you do this, Pastor Troy? Oh, because of the Father's heart, Brother Mondo. Because of the Father's heart. You know, the, 
the calling card of King Jesus and his mission statement is that the spirit of Elijah is upon him. And also too, that, that as he, as he quoted in Elisha, the, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, out of the book of Isaiah, where he says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me to set the captives free. I'm here to set the captives free. Jesus hates slavery and the redeemer brings redemption. And so, therefore, all of us that are redeemed, when the Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so, we say so. And we say, hey, Jesus has set me free, so I'm here to set other people free. And it's really just as simple as that. It's all about the Father's heart. I want you to paint a picture before I ask one of the, the questions I wanted, I wanted to ask you. Paint the picture of what this kids go through, because I don't think people that here in America or even worldwide understand truly what goes on with these kids. What do they do to them, Pastor Troy? Can you paint a picture? I, I, I'm, I, I really want people to understand this is not a Hollywood movie that you're playing out. This is real life. This is kids. I remember going to Mexico with you and just got a small glimpse of kids that had just been rescued from prostitution. I'm talking about young boys. I, it, it just, I've been in the street life. I've been a gang member. But I want to tell you something. I have never seen anything quite what we're watching play out right before our eyes in the 21st century, Pastor Troy. Can you paint a picture of what it was like rescuing these kids and what the, what the kids go through? in order to be able to even stay alive long enough to be rescued? Well, um, you know, it's, it's very dark. And by the way, uh, I want everybody to know that Brother Mondo has been with me. He has gone across the border with me. Um, he's been in a very dangerous place with me. I actually took him to the cartel house and showed him, pointed at him, said, that is the center of trafficking right there. And here we are just, you know, uh, maybe 200 yards away from it. And then also he met all, all, all of my kids. And uh, so thank you for that, Brother Mondo. Thank you for your heart. And I'm proud of you, brother. Um, well, these kids, you know, many of them are abducted. And um, once they're abducted, they're put into a system. They're terrorized. They're brutalized. They're starved. And they are starved and they are beaten into compliance. And um, their compliance has to do with pornography. It also has to do with, you know, learning how to live that life, the life of, instead of living the life of a child, to be sexualized to such a degree that they're worth a lot of money. Um, one of the things that happens, which is um, people cannot even imagine, but I mean, like we rescued an 11-year-old little girl, um, and you actually met this little girl, and that little girl has had breast augmentation surgery, meaning, you know, when she was nine or 10 years old, they gave her a boob job. They gave her breasts. And like, how could such things, I mean, I can't imagine what it was like for that little girl when she woke up from that. And they said, now you're going to go to work for us. And of course she did go to work for her. I do want to say as dark as that is, uh, that little girl is fine. Now we have her, she's in school, she's happy. Uh, she's blessed and she's getting to live the life of a child now. And so she's uh, 12 years old now and she's living the life of a 12-year-old child. Um, but these children also, of course, they contact many, many diseases. Um, it is not unusual for our kids to have AIDS or a host of venereal diseases. I would like to say this, that 
The spirit of the living God is amazing. Jesus Christ is resurrected from the dead, and we see healings. We see incredible healings, but this is the kind of transformation that has to take place because this, the level of this darkness and the brutality is at a different level now than what it's ever been. And uh, Jesus answers evil with good. So the body of Jesus has to do the same. Listen, for those that are watching right now, you are hearing a story that is real life. Pastor Troy Brewer and his team, they go in there themselves and they spend days and days and days not only talking to the people, meeting with people, but rescuing people. Listen, half of the battle is getting people out there to do something about it. I love Pastor Troy and his ministry because they, they don't just talk about it. You got to be about it. And this generation today, you know, we're, I live in the state called the show me state. Don't just say that you're going to do something. Show me that you're going to do something. This is what, Pastor Troy, I love you, man. I, I can't get enough of, of, of what you're doing. And I can tell you that I want to help. I don't know what to do, but those that are watching right now, I want you to help Pastor Troy. I want you to write a check. I want you, I don't know what what can we do Pastor Troy because our time is running out not only with this program but every single day we're losing lives that we can be rescuing right now. What can we do to get involved to help rescue these kids? Number 1, admit it. Number number two, confront it. And then number three, get involved. Whatever that looks like to anybody in whatever part of the world that you're living in. And of course, Pastor Mondo, you're, listen, you're a part of that. And Pastor Jim is a part of that. Your network is a part of that. I'm so grateful that you haven't bowed to fear. I'm so grateful that you haven't gone with the status quo. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, from that, what we have to do is we have to support the ministries that are already involved in this kind of thing. You know, we can't reinvent the wheel. And I'm not out there reinventing the wheel. I'm actually rescuing rescuers. I'm actually finding the ministries that are doing these things. And they've been there for years and years and years. We know how to vet them. And then we know how to bring them into compliances with the local governments. And then we know how to bring the governments into the situation to where they're actually releasing children to us. And then we also know how to you know, how to raise them and how to build the schools and how to take care of them. We know what their special needs are going to be. Um, it, it might take you a lifetime to learn that as it's taken me a lifetime to learn this, you know, I've been involved in this now for over for over 30 years now. And um, what's real is you don't you don't have to reinvent the wheel, you can actually support credible ministries that are already involved in such things and saying, this is my cause. This is what I'm going to do. I'm not going to look the other way. Uh, Brother Mondo, you know, we are sickened by the reality that slavery existed here in the United States. And thank God for, you know, the 13th Amendment. Praise God for President Lincoln. Praise God for the victory that came through the Civil War. Praise God for that. But know this, it's not enough to be sickened by it. If, we, if we're willing to look the other way today, we are not unlike the people that looked the other way way back before 1865. We have to be the kind of people that we say we are abolitionists. We are going to represent the father's heart towards these children. And we are going to be involved and we are actually going to do something about it. And so um, that's what I would say. And I would say that it's the mandate of the Lord and that the spirit of Jesus is watching right now to see who are the active participants in this. It opens you up for such tremendous blessing. And I, th I think the Lord is looking. Pastor Troy, I just got a few more moments left. 
what message do you want to leave us with those that are watching right now? Those that are understanding that, you know what? I can't just be a watcher anymore. I just can't stand by the sidelines anymore. What message do you have for the church right now that is in your heart? I know because you don't just reach out just to reach out. You're a man on a mission. This is what I love about you. You stay focused on what God has called you to do. But I also know that God has given you a voice for this hour that we're in right now. What message do you leave us with that we must take with us and do something? I would say this, and this is such a clear word from the Lord for me personally, and also for my tribe here at Open Door. And it's this, the world is after your kids and the world no longer sees you as a threat against them. They think that they can just come and get your kids. And I say this, we're gonna have challenging days in the future concerning our children. And here's what I would say, you reap where you sow. If you want the Lord to protect your children, then be actively involved in protecting somebody else's child. If you wanna see King Jesus move in the lives of your children and your grandchildren and your, grandch and, and your great-grandchildren, sow into the kingdom, in protecting the lives, housing, rescuing, and raising other people's kids and do it in the name of King Jesus. The body of Jesus had better pass this test. And, and I just got to tell you, so many are. So many are. Uh, I have seven grandchildren and I have four biological children. And all of my kids love the Lord. They're all involved in ministry. They all love Jesus. And it's because, not because we're the greatest parents in the world, but simply because we've been sowing into this all of our lives. And I would encourage people to do the same thing. Get involved. Wow. Wow. That message is for me. That message is for you. It makes me think of John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Even God himself sacrificed his only begotten son for you and I. The investment to sacrifice his son so we can live. Oh my gosh. Pastor Troy, will you pray for us before you leave? I feel that every person watching right now, stop everything that you're doing. This prayer can be a pivot moment for your life, for your ministry, for your business, for your personal life. Hear this prayer, and wherever you're standing in your home, if you're in your business right now and you're watching, I want you to just take a few moments and pray this prayer with Pastor Troy and know that God is still with you, that God is listening to your desires, that God is listening to your cry. There's some of you crying a silent scream that no one can hear, yet you're wondering if God is out there. Listen, God is still in, in, in the process of people. He's never given up on people. He's never given up on you and I. Pastor Troy, will you pray for us? I sure can, my friend. So Father God, sir, we come to you, Lord. And God, we declare your goodness for our children and for the children of this planet Earth. And God, I pray, God, that there be a strong move of God and, in fact, an entire revival where the hearts of the fathers are turned to the children and the hearts of the children are turned to the fathers. And I pray, Lord God, that the spirit of Elijah would rest upon this generation before the coming of the Lord. 
Father, I pray in the name of Jesus, and I say, God, we repent of ever having had anything to do with any form of pornography. God, we repent of that. We turn away from it. And God, we repent, Lord God, of any kind of displacency, God, that we have, or we say, God, we haven't been willing to just to be involved. God, we are willing. And God, we know that there is a cause. And we pray, God, for your righteous heart to prevail in this terrible, dark time. Jesus, we love you and we praise you and we thank you, sir. In Jesus' name, amen. That's Pastor Troy Brewer, Senior Pastor of Open Door Church in Burleson, Texas. He's an author, he's a missionary, he's a prophetic teacher, but more than that, he's a man after God's heart. And if you want to know more about his mission, you want to know more about his church, I just want you to go on social media, search for Pastor Troy Brewer, search for Open Door Church, get involved in everything that they're doing. I want you to know something. You can sign up for the Open Door Experience today, get you know behind the scenes and, 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 and videos that you're not going to get anywhere else because the more you're supporting his mission, the more you're supporting to spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. But you're more than doing than that. You're, you're doing more than that. You're helping rescue one more child from the hands of these cartels and these traffickers. Listen, that can be your daughter. That can be your son. That can be your nephew. When you start thinking about that way, things change. The reality of life changes. And when you know that you can help one more person, you can do everything you can in your power. You'll call everyone you know to get involved. $10 a month, $100 a month, $1,000 a month, whatever it may take, because when you're moved by compassion to help one person, it changes the journey that you're in right now. I'm challenging you to get involved. Thank you for supporting this ministry. Thank you for supporting this program. You know, your, your financial support is what helps us preach the gospel around the world. It's what helps us be able to partner with other ministries because together we're going to make a better impact than we can trying to do it all by ourselves. Together we can change the world. Together we can change one more life. Together. Oh, I love that word together. It's Matthew 18 and 19. Listen, when we come together, in agreement, everything changes. And I pray that your household changes. I pray that after you pray that prayer with Pastor Troy, that your mindset changes, that the calling of God will begin to set in your life and you begin to repent and you begin to walk with God and read the word of God and get involved with a church that is teaching the word of God. But also get out there and help one more person. We all need help. Together, we're going to be able to make a difference. I want to thank my special guest today, Pastor Troy Brewer, a man that is rescuing kids and a man that loves people. I have to go. But remember this, God is on your side. Keep the faith. It's going to be all right. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. And prayer is, you know, communication with your Father, fellowship. Jesus modeled a prayer life for us. The Son of God on earth, he was a man of prayer. 
he, all the time you see him, and that's what really turned me on to prayer. Like, wow, I need to be a person of prayer because Jesus, all the time, he was praying, having that fellowship with the Lord, always spending time with his Father. So I'm like, you know what? I have to have that prayer. I have to have that fellowship because I can't do it. Without prayer, I can't do ministry. I can't be a good husband. I can't be a good father. And that prayer gives me strength. It gives me clarity. And it helps me to be on the same page with the Lord. That's what prayer will do. It will make you spiritually sharp. So prayer is so vital to me.